Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Mama's cooking. My mama's cooking. Why? Why? Get a little taste of mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Get a little taste of mama's cooking. Why? Why? Get a little taste of mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Get a little taste of mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. There's a new sheriff in town, bitches. Get a little taste of mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Get a little taste of mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking. Fuck you, Tom. My mama's cooking. My mama's cooking. My mama's cooking. Bitch, you can't do it. How y'all doing? Good afternoon. Yeah, we gotta get to the two minute mark. We need a flag on the plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard your industry apology there, boy. Yeah, that, that boy. I heard that industry apology you gave me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm gonna give you an industry acceptance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I accept your industry apology. Hold, hold on. We ain't at the two minute mark yet. I'm gonna say right now, I accept your industry apology. But I got a rebuttal. Hold on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We after two minutes now. <laughs> woo, woo. P L P L. Hey, Pierre. Hey, listen here. Hey, listen here. Since you say you're a brother, okay. You allegedly you're a brother, okay. Brother to brother, right? Let me start off by saying. First of all, I don't know who told you I was a fan of yours. I don't know who said that. I don't know who could have told you. I know Ronaldo or Barbara, a couple of niggas up there you might know. But uh, shout out to B-More anyway. Shout out to all the D.C., Virginia. I love it up there. But they don't really act like you, sir. And so I was thinking about you just like anybody else thought about you. I, I remember this nigga in something. Baps or some shit. This nigga was the goofy nigga in one movie or one, maybe two. Like, that would be like me fronting, like, oh, nigga, I was an all-star. Niggas would be like, even niggas I know would be like, nigga, quit lying. Nigga, I was defending you the whole time. Nigga, stop lying. You know what I mean? So why is you fronting like somebody goddamn was it? You was some hell of a nigga. Like, somebody just knew you all over the place. Motherfucker, I didn't know you. But let me accept your industry apology, okay? And I'm going to give you an industry... Yeah, I thank you for your industry apology. And I'm going to give you an industry acceptance. And I'll say back to you, my industry apology is, I apologize for calling you a wet baby seal and a weak weasel. I apologize for calling you those things. A baby dolphin head bitch. I, I apologize for calling you all those things in the past. But see, now I got to refresh it up again and call you a wet baby seal and a weak weasel dolphin head bitch for the shit you just said. See, that, so I apologize, industry, for that shit. And I hope you accept mine, too. But now I'm saying fuck you all over again because I can't respect no nigga like you. Because let me tell you something. 
See, I would have respect you more if you would have said, because you started out your life like, yo, uh, I'm being booked. I had some good things. I had some bad things. I'm being booked all over the country. I'm just yeah, show. It's COVID, right? What the fuck you doing traveling all over the country being booked? You wasn't in no hell of a show like that, boy. So you said my name to get viewership and you pandered towards gay people because for the life of me, I can't understand why you keep bringing up gay people, boy. That's for the life of me, I can't understand. So since, you know, let me, let me, I've been working out my neck tight now. Let me loosen up for the weak weasel. So hold on, let me get a little water. Hold on, hold on. Loosen up for this weak ass weasel. So, so, so since you keep saying things that I never said, right? You want to apologize. That's the new thing to do now. This is why I call it an industry apology. See, I've been in those rooms where somebody say something that's real outlandish and jackass bullshit, and people are paying close attention to the words that I'm saying out of my mouth, and people are paying close attention to the words that you're saying out of yours. And people are starting to see that the shit you're saying is horse shit. And the shit I'm saying is not only what they're thinking, but it's true what I'm saying, and you're changing my words, and they can hear that you're doing that because I keep pointing it out. And you keep talking about it, sir, giving me the opportunity to point out the fact that you will not stick to the topic, sir. So we can all give a fake industry apology. Just like they tell you to do in those rooms when you say something wrong. Just apologize so you don't look like the bad guy. And then after you apologize, then you go ahead and debunk and say all kind of horse shit that pretty much destroys your apology. But people will think you're the nice guy because you apologized. So I apologize too. And now I'm going to give my critique of that bullshit you said, boy. Now, look here, weak weasel. Nothing I said had anything to do with being homosexual or gay. You keep trying to uh, make an analogy. So the opposite of the heterosexual man wearing the dress is gay. So the, nigga, I never said bring up no analogy, did I? Use the words that are coming out of my fucking mouth, sir. I said no heterosexual men. And I said that I grew up around. None. And, and, and most people agree. Even you agree that no heterosexual men that you've been around wore dresses. That doesn't have anything to do with the homosexual community, with women, with children, with none of that. I was specific. I said heterosexual men. Why can't we be spoken up for, talked about in our own sector by itself? without bringing in all the other people that I'm not talking about. Why can't we do that? What is wrong with you? You said something like, my, your, my fans are coming to you and that my fans threaten your life and they wanted to kill you and this, this, and that. Another way for you to try to paint me and the people who respect me and like me as some sort of villain. I didn't get on here crying about some of the stuff that was told to me by the people that keep listening to you, that keep bringing up gay people when I haven't said anything about gay people. But I'm assuming that some of these people are gay. 
But do you want to know what some of these people have said to me? Are you kidding me, sir? You don't want to demonize and start, because I know that you have no control over what someone says that's not putting a picture up. So I would never get online and try to paint that picture about everybody who supports you like you just did, sir. See, all you did was a rally cry. You 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 was doing job promotion. You networking. That's all you're doing. You're networking. And so you're networking, so you're getting booked because you ain't funny. And so you keep pandering to gay people. And when I'm not saying anything about gay people, I want to have a conversation about heterosexual males, black males that are made to be effeminized and made to look feminine wearing dresses when they're supposed to have wives and they're supposed to be masculine and they're supposed to be men. See, that's what I said. I don't know what you're talking about. You said also that after you said all this, you hope my fans ain't doing this to Kwame. Because I hope my fans are not doing that either. Uh, But I understand that you can't control that. So I would never put that narrative out about all your fans. So just know that your fans are saying some crazy shit to the old Busty Butt, okay? So don't make it seem like your side is so peaceful or whatever side you're talking about, okay? So let's move on. You said, after all you said, you said, I'm putting my neck out on the line. See, I like my neck, see? And I never said I was putting my neck out on the line. I said I was an old Busty Bust. I said we all are nothing. I said, I'm not your leader. So why do you keep putting words in like that that I'm putting my neck out on the line? What did you mean by I'm putting my neck on the line? Who's going to chop this neck? Who's going to bother this neck? Why would they bother this neck? It's all inclusive, right? So why would my neck be on the line? So you said that speaking up for masculinity is an uphill battle and speaking against the gays is an uphill battle. I will say again, sir, I am not speaking against anyone that's gay. I don't understand why you keep bringing up gay people, sir. You might want to come out the closet, the closet, or something, because you keep inserting gay people into a heterosexual man's talk, sir. You cannot try to, and I noticed, sir, see, they shouldn't have let you talk. They should have made you drop your mic. Because, see, I did a little research on the little video you said, right? I wrote down a little notepad. And you tried to give examples. And to me, you were trying to soften our community up by pointing out some of our heroes that the black community like that may have done something that's on the lines of what you think that I'm talking about, right? So you said, (laughs) well, back in my day, a man wouldn't wear a nose ring. And I would never call a man gay who wore a nose ring. First of all, I never called Russell Westbrook gay. I just said, fuck you. I said, if you're a heterosexual man, you shouldn't be in a dress. That's what I said. I didn't call this man gay. But that's what you keep saying because you want to pat on your ass, or I mean the back, from gay people, I guess. Because I'm not talking about gay people. But you keep saying that. So to make your point, to drive your point home, They should have made you drop your mic because you're telling on yourself. First of all, my neck is on the line for talking about you claim gay people. So if you talk about gay people, your neck is on the line, which I'm not even talking about gay people. I'm talking about heterosexual men. 
So you keep trying to turn the corner to make it about gay people so that my neck will be on the line. Wow, Pierre. Mm-mm-mm. You really dumb, ain't you, boy? So in your example, you said people in your day would not wear nose rings. People in my day, yeah, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't wear no nose rings, and I wouldn't, I would never look at it as gay as somebody who wear nose rings. And you know who wear nose ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupac. Tupac wore a nose ring. Yeah, yeah. And I know Tupac wasn't gay. He spoke up for men. He spoke up for women. And I'm sitting there like, okay, let me listen to him more. Then you gave another example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't just call a man gay. Andre 3000, he wore wigs. And I said, look at this pandering bear. But you notice what you did, sir? I said they were targeting black males, heterosexual males, and you named two black people. <laughs> you named two black people. And first of all, I wasn't talking about no wigs or no damn earrings. Secondly, men did wear wigs. Judges wore wigs. It used to be looked at as a sign of respect. So you're wrong about that, too. And and you turned into a little bit of a Karen. Why well, in your video you turned into a Karen? But yeah, and I don't know what he's talking about with all this black and white stuff. You know, I I got black friends. I live in a black neighborhood. I I walk with the black people. I march with them. <laughs> what? You march with us? You like black people because you walk with us? <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck changed? This nigga said this is an uphill battle. And and I will not fight against it. The homosexual community ain't going nowhere. Who the fuck asked the homosexual community to go anywhere? That would be literally asking some of my family members to go somewhere. No one said that, jackass. What's something wrong with you, boy? Something is wrong with you. You try to demonize. You guys are starting to be figured out very easily. Because instead of being able to have a simple conversation, like we the people are trying to have, you always try to demonize the other side for just asking a question or having a different opinion. And that's sad, Pierre. And I'm glad you got booked for a show, but I would have respected you more, my nigga, if you would have just said, I said your name for the algorithm, my nigga. I said your name so I can get booked for these shows. I'm going to go out here, I'm going to rock out. I don't mean that shit, my nigga. Fuck it, I rock with you. I salute you. Because you're trying to sit here and play this nice guy shit now. I'm a fan of Kwame. I'm a friend of him. I'm a fan. When was you a fan of mine, nigga? When you said I got about 15 seconds of fame? The first thing you said about me, the first time I heard of Pierre after whatever movie I forgot, the, the first thing I heard was you say, Yeah, man, that nigga Kwame Brown, boy, yeah, boy. Look at you like that. nigga Kwame Brown. Seal-looking face, bitch, that you are. That nigga Kwame Brown, shit. Yeah, boy, you a little 15 minutes of fame about up, boy. What are you at, about 4, 445? <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. We never know. <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. That ain't respect, bitch. That ain't respect, motherfucker. That ain't how you respect no motherfucking man. I don't understand you niggas. I must be a foreign to you niggas. That is not how you respect a man. And that's why I don't got a lot of friends. Nigga, you don't talk to no man like that and then tell my, I'm sorry, and we friends, and I always respected you. Nigga, you ain't never said nothing respectful to me or about me. Every time you opened your mouth, 
up until today, you started with an apology and then you went back on to demonize it once again. Niggas like you are easy to beat because your arrogance and the thinking you know something and you don't know shit, boy. You got to lie and trade your soul for the truth. And it's sad, and I'm glad you keep talking about it. You should have dropped the mic, nigga, and shut your bitch ass up. But you keep wanting to shake that ass for a check. So I'm going to let you shake that ass on stage, nigga. And I'm just going to expose you. Because I said nothing about gay people. And nigga, you cannot, and I notice you won't bring up the fact that little Nas X, as big as he is, said, fuck the kids. And I showed on my platform video after video of this young man around the children. We also know that he wrote a children's book, as if the kids don't know. We don't got plenty of other books that's teaching the kids A, B, fucking C. We need little Nas X to teach them the ABCs on the country town road horse. And then we'll have a video of him sliding to the devils. You know what? Excuse me. And I never said I thought nothing was demonic and devilish. What I pointed out is the fact that this young man is an adult going to all these kiddie events, Disney, Sesame Street, or wherever he was at. Allegedly all this, because i seen it on video. But we're going to say allegedly because you guys are some powerful motherfuckers and y'all trick up words and all kind of bullshit. But from the videos that I've seen, allegedly, I thought I saw crowds of children clapping for a man that was singing a song about a horse that everybody could like. And now all these kids like this man. And now he's going to all these different kiddie events. And now he's sliding down to the devils. You know what? I never said it was demonic. I asked what are these signs that everybody are talking about in these videos, these billy goats and these horse looking motherfuckers and all this other shit that I'm not educated enough to know. I'm just a dumb ass busty bus. Remember, I'm just asking like my sister, Miss Angela Stanton. We just want to know. We too dumb to know what a fucking kid is looking up at a devilish looking horse mean. I don't know what it means. I would like for you to tell me. Don't say I'm saying anything, sir. You go to your damn subscribers and your fans. So you got a responsibility. This is how I know you a weak-ass weasel. You tell the subscribers that may have not have heard what I actually said. You tell them that I don't want gay people, that I just don't want to see that. No, motherfucker, I don't want to see that around the children, just like I don't want to see violence around the children, just like I don't want to see heterosexual sex around the children. Just like I don't want to see a, a kid should not see none of this. I didn't grow up around perfect adults, but they were perfect enough to separate the room between kids and adults. And that's all we asking for. That's all we asking for. Separate. We, no one ever said our parents that we grew up around and our families that I am or that anyone is perfect. We're not judging gays. We're not judging anybody. But we have a right to say that children should not see gun violence, heterosexual sex, nudity from women, and, and definitely not no nudity from sexual men and promiscuous men and heterosexual men in dresses. That's what we are saying. It's a responsibility that you have if you are a leader, if you are a public figure. You don't get to just run around here as a heterosexual man in a dress 
You know why? Because it's bigger than you. You have children wanting to be like you. You have impressionable minds. Notice what you didn't talk about, you weak-ass weasel. You never said that. Just like you always bring up, you guys always bring up the gangster rappers. When you want to make your point and agree with what I'm saying, you know how you agree with it? You tell Lil Boosie, what about when you was rapping them gangster lyrics? Wasn't the kids looking up to that, them gangster-ass shit you were saying? When you were talking about killing them motherfuckers? Wasn't them kids talking about killing and dragging and dragging? And the answer to that is yes. And that's why Little Boosie agreed. He said yes, but I was speaking about my life. I didn't mean to do all that. And he agreed with you. So therefore, if you're going to make that analogy, motherfucker, then open up your minds to see that our children like some of these celebrities that's doing this sliding down to the devil's dick and saying, fuck our children. And heterosexual men putting on dresses, confusing our sons. I like Russell Westbrook, so I want to cross over like him. Hold on, wait a minute. He wearing a dress? Daddy, oh, shit. I mean, Russell doing it. He's still killing it. I, I don't know what it means, but I want to wear a dress too. No, little boy, you don't wear no goddamn dresses because men don't do that. But Russell Westbrook, a man, he wearing a dress. And daddy, get what, motherfucker? He can dump better than you. So don't tell me that I can't goddamn wear a Russell Westbrook dress because he dunk better than you. And he dunk better than half almost every man down there in America. So how the hell are we going to parent our kids if you keep making them look up to motherfuckers that are doing shit that we can't even parent them in our own motherfucking house? You motherfuckers are sick. You really are. You try to demonize everybody that can just see you full of shit. You're coming after these kids so hard. You won't educate them. You're telling me that code, you don't put coding in schools. Coding is the future. I was just riding in a motherfucking Tesla today, and it's so weird driving this damn Tesla. Every time you take your foot off the brake, this goddamn car so smart, it slow down for you. I said, hold on, let me, what the? I ain't even pressing, I ain't even pressing the brakes. I'm trying to get used to this shit. This is my first time. What the fuck is going on? About to change the lane. No, 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 go over there. Hey, bitch, am I in control of this car? What? What the fuck? <laughs> so you mean to tell me we got a car that smart and somebody coded this damn car. So coding is the future. And that's not what these kids are learning. First and foremost, they're learning what they need to change into or identify as or a fucking theory. Oh, you got to be shitting me. You got to be fucking shitting me. This is not crazy to see. This is easy to fucking see. Y'all don't want these kids skilled with nothing. You don't want them learning nothing. You want them dependent on the government, depressed, on pills, sad, and violent, and listening to bullshit, open to every goddamn thing, what it seemed like. Because this shit don't make no sense at this point. And anybody that say something, Pierre, you said the truth. You said they neck are on the line. Now, Pierre, how are you all inclusive and how are you okay with just an opinion if you're going to admit on open airways that somehow my neck is on the line for my opinion, sir? I just have an opinion as one man and my neck is on the line. Woo, you should have dropped your mic, boy. Why would you say such an ugly thing? Who got my neck on the line, Pierre? 
And why would, what did I say that's so offensive for said net to be online? Hmm? If it's not an agenda, Mr. Pierre, sir, why would you say, I've never heard somebody say someone's neck is on the line speaking about any other thing other than what you tried to tie me to, which is something about gay people, which I'm saying to gay people, this has nothing to do with you. I'm talking about heterosexual men wearing dresses. If you guys don't want us to talk about you, then stay over there and don't talk about us. I'm not talking about gay people. I'm a heterosexual man. I have every right to walk, talk, stomp this man shit. And heterosexual men do not wear dresses for any amount of money, for any amount of fame, for any amount of notoriety. And that's why y'all don't put heterosexual men on on TV nowhere, because it's lines that we will not fucking cross. I don't give a fuck what carrot, what whatever you dangle. When you're dealing with a man, there's not a line. You there's no amount of money whatsoever. We you gonna get us to cross nothing. And that's why you don't want us around. That's why you call it toxic, because you need some of that shit sometimes. So when it's time to say no, you gotta stand on that no. That's the shit y'all don't want everybody to understand. This shit ain't toxic. This shit what you need. Anybody can say no. <laughs> when I was a little old skinny speaking school, bully come up, I want your goddamn whatever I had. Fuck, I finally got them stole something somebody else. They stole it from me. I want that goddamn Nike P in your stole. No. Give me the shit anyway. <laughs> you got to be able to say, hell no, nigga, you ain't taking this. You ain't taking this shit. This is mine. You got to be able to stand on it. But, Mr. Pierre, you done bit that apple, sir. And you're telling people on open airwaves that my neck is on the line. I never said I wanted my neck on the line. I never said I was no one leader. I kind of like my neck. My children like my neck, too. And remember, sir, this is all about all-inclusive, sir. This is about all-inclusive, sir. You with that bullshit. What else you said, boy? And then you tried to, the only white guy that you put on the list, you put Machine Gun Kelly on the list. And the only thing you said was, he went fingernail polish. <laughs> he ain't in no dress, is he? Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen Brett Favre in a dress? Hmm? Have you ever seen Tom Brady? I dare you to go after Tell them this. I think it'll be sexy. Allegedly, I think I snapped. I think it'll be sexy to see Tom Brady in a goddamn miniskirt. I, 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 I mean, I think we need to have him. I think he's taller than Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? I think his skin a little lighter. I think it'll be a badass. Woo! I think it'll be a good idea if we put Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Ben Roethlisberger. Let's put them all in a dress. Boy, I think that'll be, woo, that'll be a hell of a picture there. I think we need to do that. I think we should all lobby for that. Let's get some of these white, big, strong men in dresses and shit. I think it'd be a hell of a photo. Yeah, I think we need to. <laughs> yeah, they'll show you how fast they'll tell you that white men don't wear fucking dresses. <laughs> what the hell is you talking about? You motherfuckers crazy. This is bigger than 
what they're trying to make it. It's not about homosexual people. Homosexual people cool as a motherfucker. I wish you guys would stop using homosexual people for every goddamn fight because you don't want to have a conversation. Stop using women. All you, you try to do in order to not have the conversation is tap into someone's emotion. You're trying to bring a group. I've been saying this shit from the beginning, and you weak-ass motherfuckers can't change your tactic yet, and you call yourself smart. I didn't say this shit five months ago now, that all y'all try to do is get people not to like a person who's telling the truth. All you try to do is turn a group against the person that's been telling the truth, and you motherfuckers been sending women at me. You've been sending the baby mama a naughty at me. You're sending the weak-ass, fake street niggas that's saying they're going to slap me, and then they want to do it for the TV, and I'm not no TV nigga when it comes to that. It ain't got to be no talking when it comes to that. I talk on this camera, and I'm a very peaceful, humble guy. I don't offer violence to nobody. I think violence is stupid. I love to travel. I love to hang out without looking over my shoulders. I love to have my children in my vehicle. I love to be able to live in peace. And I think some people don't know how to do that. That's why every day they got to be, fuck, nigga, fuck you. Fuck, nigga, I'll beat you up. Fuck, nigga, this, this, and that. And you ain't going to do none of that. Because if you was going to do that, you don't have to talk in order to do that. I always say I'm break a sweat ready. And whether you think I got flabby arms, turkey arms, skinny neck, whatever, I don't seen some big grizzly bears fall. <laughs> that shit don't mean nothing. I'm telling you now. But I'm not promoting that. I don't think it should get to that. I'm the only one saying uh, you can have your opinion and I can have mine. I don't never. I haven't been the one getting sensitive talking about everybody and their mama and and. and they family and they kids and all that. I haven't done that. That's what you niggas are resorting to. I just told the truth about some dirty ass water a nigga was riding around with. <laughs> food coloring water and shit. Now the nigga got food color Dasani. This nigga just changed. He don't give a fuck about what label he drank. First is the Texas based water. And then now it's Dasani. <laughs> I don't know what base that is, but I'm sure he's going to say I'm disparaging them too. <laughs> but all I know is all the water you drink now, first you were drinking it clear, proud of it, and now all of a sudden you can't really drink it no more unless it's red, <laughs> which matched the same color of the cup that you drink in your house, which you saw a caramel that you done hit the police to get away from, to elude from, not taking accountability. <laughs> um, you want to be a gangster so bad and then you say, the nigga big boy and subscribers now, because he got a little bit of subscribers talking shit about me. He big boy and subscribers. And you ain't got enough subscribers. <laughs> but just a month ago, you talking about, well, I wouldn't do that. That's some pussy shit. I wouldn't ignore nobody that talking about me. <laughs> hey, you talking about holding somebody accountable. <sighs> but Pierre, back to you. I, I just I just don't get guys like you. I don't get guys like you. I said it was pushed to the black people. You named two black men, and then you read a comment, and then you named one guy, white guy that put fingernail polish on him. <laughs> you said I was judging this man for wearing a dress. No, I wasn't judging him. 
I'm calling him out because I'm a heterosexual man and I have a right to speak about heterosexual men. And this is social media. This is online. And I didn't disrespect him in my disagreement. I can say fuck him. He can say fuck me. I wouldn't get sensitive. He could say, I don't give a fuck if he don't agree with me wearing a dress. And I would willingly accept that. But my opinion is out there now. And some people are accepting it and some people are not. That's the way the world works. But I do know he has a responsibility to these children. He didn't come in wearing no dress. He came in hooping his ass off. And it seems like they're taking all of our strong. They didn't take the 15 man on the bench. I also want to see, turn some of them niggas out that's barely on the team. Make them niggas wear dresses. Leave uh, Russell Westbrook and all of our good stars that these kids looking up to, leave them out of it. Make them niggas on the end of the bench do it. How about that? We wouldn't even notice. The kids wouldn't notice. They don't know them. Anything master. When AI was wearing sleeves and shit, y'all was so against that, saying it's the thug culture. So how come I can't say that men wearing a dress is going to affect the kids negatively, but when Allen Iverson was wearing braids and wearing chains and wearing all that, uh, David Stern, God rest his soul, and all of the media attacked him, saying he looked like a street thug and all this other shit, if it, if it doesn't affect the kids. So it seemed like somebody know what the fuck I'm talking about, but it seemed like it's different treatment when it's a certain thing that's being pushed. Thank you, Pierre, for talking about it again, because it gave me an opportunity to talk about it again. And it is going to give people the opportunity to break down what you said and what I said again. And even though you're going to get paid just to sell out your own community, people are starting to wake up and we're having conversations now. So thank you for selling out. Thank you, Pierre, for selling out. You haven't said one thing about the things that I said. Not one. The representation that they put out on The Breakfast Club is despicable. Look at the representation on TV for black men. We're not talking about perfect men because clearly they don't like perfect men because Charlemagne the God has a lesser charge for delinquency of a minor on Jessica Reed. So they don't care about perfect men. They care about men that fit the narrative. So as a matter of you say heterosexual men have some type of uh, uh, record or whatever else, we understand that they don't care if you have a record. They don't even care about records against women. They don't. They really don't. To have two grown men sit up there and talk to teenagers the way Charlemagne and DJ Envy did, a teenage kid group, talking about sneaking up on a young lady while she's getting dressed. All of these things are being said on TV. Why do you think that? Then Charlemagne and, and DJ Envy, a fucking glow stick, and this lesser charge-ass nigga, he get to get up there and throw bunkies across the stage and deal those at heterosexual men, almost trying to turn them out almost trying to force these men to give a male reaction. Just like a woman, if you corner a woman and you throw yourself onto a woman or you throw sexual objects at a woman, I think every real woman would slap the fucking shit out of you. And everybody would cheer on her. And she beat your ass, everybody would cheer. But see, there's something going on now that you can sexually harass a man 
and try to force dildos and bookies on him. But if he slapped the shit out of you because that's sexual harassment and he feels uncomfortable, he's in a fear for his life. Somehow that person that's in fear is now demonizing a whole fucking group. You got to be shitting me. Sexual assault and harassment is sexual assault and harassment. Doesn't matter if the group changed. And people can see you now, Charlemagne. No male can do what you've been doing to other males. No male can do that to a woman. And you've been able to cross all kind of lines. You were smelling Jennifer Lopez's seat. If anybody go into work tomorrow and a woman get up and they sniff that woman's seat, they ass will be fired. That is against any company policy for any company. But allegedly, you got a text from the owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly, the text, the owner liked the way you are, boy. So it don't matter what you do now. You can sexually harass women. You can make them cry. You can do whatever, you demon. And for you, Pierre, to act like you can't see what the fuck going on, you sick. Money ain't nothing, nigga. You sick, boy. You a soulless coward. That's why I said you ain't connected to nothing, nigga. All you niggas, every time somebody talk to you real, all you motherfuckers talk about is celebrity and money. And I know plenty of celebrities that's lost their goddamn mind and wish they wasn't celebrity. So that shit don't impress me. I live a real life. You can see me at your local grocery store, gas station, whatever. I live a real life, and I'm going to continue living a real life. Celebrities can't live this life because you motherfuckers treat them like celebrities, and they don't want to be treated like that. So don't try to build this celebrity shit up. Most of these celebrities taking all these drugs because they don't want to be you trying to make them into being what you want them to be, and they don't want to be that shit. But now they get money based on who like them. So now they got to do what the fuck. They pimps to whoever the uh, the bigger dollar is. They being pimped out. These rap artists, these singers, they being pimped. These women, the only thing you get is a deal and take your clothes off. A deal, take your clothes off, sing about sucking pussy, sucking dick. So, uh, yeah, take your mother. Yeah, bitch, I don't give a fuck. You was a Christian. Uh-huh, yeah, fuck all that. Separation, church, and state. Take your motherfucking clothes off, shake that ass, show these kids what to do. And you rappers, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up. Stop the fucking track. What do you mean empowerment? I know goddamn. I know damn well you ain't saying nothing about no empowering the black community on this track that I'm trying to get to number one. Are you fucking kidding me? Man, put, take him off the record. Uh, bring that motherfucker over here that said he shot 15 niggas. Yeah. 15 bodies, 15 bodies. 15 bodies in the hood. Yeah, yeah, play that. Yeah, yeah, we like that shit there. Yeah, yeah, put that shit on the record. Yeah, yeah, that shit going number one. Put that all over the spin. Put the best beats. Let's spend 300000 per DJ, per uh, hit maker, and let's make this shit sound so good that they don't even understand what they're hearing. Sexy little bitch, sexy little hoe, let a nigga come play in your throat, throat baby. I'm trying to bust all on ya. But when you hear that beat, you don't give a fuck what he's saying. Boom, boom, say a little bit. Boom, 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 that beat, boy. We just hear that beat. Let a nigga come play in your throat. And then you be like, damn, I got a daughter. A nigga gonna be, nigga finna say this shit to my throat, baby. Nigga finna walk up to my daughter and say, sexy little B, sexy little hoe, 
Let a nigga come play in your throat. Throat babies, I'm trying to bust all on you. And we got women dancing to this shit so sexy and so fine. I ain't going to want to stop you now. You're dancing to that shit so sexy and so fine. But then my mental image is what you done showed me, and you saying you agreeing with this throat baby shit. So now I'm approaching you like, well, goddamn, where we going? <laughs> shit, I'm trying to bust all of your throat too. What's up then? Don't you disrespect me like that. Well, hold up. I just seen you. You did like this? You had the champagne? And you, it it kind of gave me the image that you were busting. Oh, you were just having fun? Well, shit, I'm trying to have fun too. Fuck you talking? That shit look like fun. We can change that champagne bottle. I got a shit. Shit. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? I got a champagne. I'll change. <laughs> we can redo that bottle with something else. <laughs> shit, you was out here playing. I wasn't playing. I was watching you. Yeah. I'm over here like this. Yeah. Ooh. I ain't above it now. Sexy little bitch. You damn so sexy. I wouldn't have called you a bitch. I would have said sexy little lady. But shit, you said you was a bitch, so <laughs> sexy. We'll go with that. Sexy little bitch. You a hoe too? Sexy little hoe. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I got a sexy bitch and a hoe. And you gonna let me play in your throat? I'm talking about right now today. <laughs> Kevin Gate. I'm talking about you gonna let me play in your you a sexy bitch and a hoe? And you gonna let a nigga play in your throat? I'm talking about right now today, baby. Where we go? What I gotta say? What I gotta do? Huh? Shit, I'm ready. How much hookah you need? <laughs> Shit, what you, where we going? That's how the record label make them songs. We don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, uh-huh. Wait a minute. Come on in to the casting call. Go ahead. Sing your talent. Girl can have a best booming voice singing from the church choir. But she got a turtleneck on. You know what? I like the voice. But uh, maybe open your shirt a little bit while you're singing. Okay, a little better, a little better. Matter of fact, go out and bring that over here. Bring that, bring that. <laughs> they bring her ass back in there. Now she in a G-string and a halter top singing the same damn song. Somebody's music. <laughs> Still think I'm crazy. <laughs> Pierre, thanks for keep talking about this shit, boy. You the jackass. And Pierre, whoever told you my neck was on the line, can you tell them I would like my neck to stay? My neck is on line right here in between my shoulders. Could you tell them I would like it to stay on this line and I don't want nothing to do with no offense that could have may have put my neck on the line? I didn't mean to say that I'm heterosexual and that I kind of know that heterosexual men do not wear dresses, but you keeping certain things to your crowd, saying that I'm saying something about gay people that I am not saying, that I wish you would stop saying that I'm saying. You keep speaking for me and certain things, sir. So thank you for your industry apology. I hope you accepted my, uh, you know, my apology. But this is new. You know, you're still a wet baby seal or weak-ass weasel because you're still pandering, boy. Because you, I would love for you to come on my platform and let you answer direct questions on what I'm saying and not pander to your crowd, sir. You will not be able to answer these questions. Why was Lil Nas X at those schools? Why is his videos being under baby videos? Why is he writing books? Why is it all our top, top celebrity black male athletes who are claiming heterosexual, why must they wear dresses? Why must they go to these weird parties? Why must they tote the line of fashion and not have a representation of nobody that comes from our urban communities? See, that's why you were so mad at Allen Iverson. 
That's why the NBA was so upset with Allen Iverson, in my opinion, because it doesn't make any sense. Allen Iverson looked like the environment he was around. Allen Iverson had guys that toted weapons, dropping those fucking guns and picking up a ball because they knew his story. They knew he was from really from the hood. They knew he went to jail. They knew he gave his life to that game and fought to get out of the hood. So it had people waking up like I can do it. And they kick AI in the ass, no matter how good he played, no matter how much he, how hard he fought for his community. What did they do? Every damn story about this guy is negative. Every story. They don't want these kids from the hood to know they can do it. And AI was before Kwame Brown. So they said, oh, shit, we better not even let these niggas get on the court no more. Darius Miles, there's so many players. Dewan Wagner, there's so many players. And they was coming by the truckload. They're coming by the truckload. I know y'all happy. The NCAA finally made a deal where black folks going to be able to get paid. They're going to get crumbs still. They're going to get crumbs. Yeah, yeah, happy they're going to get something, but they're going to get crumbs. If they was negotiating from what? If, if this was actually a business, a fair business, and for what the guy bring to the table and the revenue that he's going to generate, and he gets a percentage of that revenue, these guys would be millionaires in college. Some of these players, Peter Ward, Heinz Ward, and all these players that were so great in college, they would be millionaires in college. But no, it always got to be somebody else capitalized off your talent. It always got to be a big pimp. See, the pimping game ain't just about pimping no women. They pimping us. Soon as I didn't get down or lay down with YouTube and whoever they wanted me to sign with, oh, boy, these views, ad limited, restricted. They even told me, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll make all them problems go away. Well, why do I have the problem? Can you explain to me what am I doing? Oh, well, I'm, I don't know, but I'm not, I know we got connections that we'll make sure that, yeah, 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 we'll, that problem will go away. Hmm. I see why people just get down and lay down, boy. I swear. I see. Cause it ain't no it, it, where's the where's the help for the black person or the black people who are actually standing up in the right way? Hell, everybody pile on. You see what they said now? Huh? <laughs> it's crazy. You got a light-skinned fella that know the treatment for his skin alone means that it's different than mine. But I can't say that because that means I'm bringing up the racist stuff as if I invented the paper bag test, as if I invented all these uh, uh, dark male restrictions. See, there would never be a dark-skinned president that looked like me. Not in my lifetime. We all know that. See, there's always been a color situation, but I guess I'm the one racist for bringing that up. Okay, thanks, Pierre. That makes a lot of sense, though. <laughs> you talking as if you fought and you won some battle. Yeah, that could be y'all fight. I ain't fighting for that. I'll fight for women. I'll fight for men. What have you fought for? What, what, what are the conditions of men right now? What are the conditions of women right now? 
everybody telling them they strong. But I didn't see strength in that pandemic. I saw women scrambling in grocery stores by themselves with four or five kids helping. That's not going to be strength if somebody kicked that door in trying to take those groceries. I see a setup. I see you done set some of these women up. See, we all strong as long as the police still working and the ambulance is still coming and somebody there to come get and protect us. See, we all strong then. But what's going on now, the system is not going to be working. Allegedly, I think I snapped. So that means you're going to have to fend for yourself. So you mean that you've been telling people that women and children alone is strong. You're a pandering guy, Pierre. You're a pandering fellow. It's sad. It's sad that you would tell your group and try to demonize the everybody who support me by saying you got a few people that's saying kill you, kill you. If I show some of the text messages, and I'm not going to say it's gay people because I don't know. If I show you some of the text messages of the detractors that support what you said, boy, look at here. So stop the game. And Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, let me tell you something, sir. I, I can't tell you what to do, but I saw a video of you saying you'll never play for Philly and you'll never report to camp, or you're not going to report to camp. (sighs) I understand the way you feel, sir. But I would like to explain to you what's going to happen to you and your career if you do that. I feel like you should go to camp, sir, because it's bigger than you. You have all the media talking about you, and that's fine and dandy. Them people owe you $147 million. Go get your fucking money. Don't get so emotional to where if you do that, they're going to suspend the shit out of you. They're going to delay your trade until they get the bulk of your money back. They're going to get a lot of money. It's going to open you up to company policy. And then they're going to start saying conduct detrimental to the team They're going to sully your name and fuck your name up across the league. Because guess what, young man? They don't expect someone. You're doing business right now. This ain't about your feelings. I understand you don't like that organization. But there's other organizations. And if they invest their money into you, they want to know that you're going to do business with them. You even you got to be tradable in the first place, sir. So in order for Philly to trade you, you're going to have to do the right things. And that means go your ass to camp. Now, I'm not telling you how to fake an injury, but there's certain injuries. Oh, my back. Oh, my neck. You could do it that way and get a doctor to help you out, sir. There's plenty of players that have done it. But don't never get on national TV or your podcast or anything like that again, sir, for your benefit, not for me. I can't really tell you what to do. So I I don't want to sound like I'm telling you what to do, but just take it from an older nigga who made a decision based on his emotions and I didn't go to playoffs and all that shit because of an agent situation with what I've mentioned with Gilbert, it negatively impacted me throughout my whole career. And it'll do the same for you. You have to do business. And the first thing they're going to want you to do is that, okay, other teams that may invest a hundred million, 50 million in you. Okay. If things go wrong, he's still going to be a professional. 
and you're a professional. And right now that separates you from all of us. So even when you're upset, you still have to be a professional. As mad as you get, if you got friends around you, if you got an agent around you, they need to kick your ass and tell you to go to practice. See, my brothers was in jail, but my brother told me he would whip my ass all the way to practice because you got to go get that money. So don't don't mess up your reputation like that, even though you want to, even though you might have some grounds to because everybody talking shit. But whatever you got to do to get through it, take your family, take your friends, make yourself happy off the court. But you got to go get that money. Do not do not let them people start taking back that $147 million while bashing you now as a basketball player and a businessman. That's not what we need right now. You a black man. I understand you upset. But damn it, go get that fucking money. <laughs> That's your money for your family and generations to come. That's your family's reputation. People can have their opinion about basketball. Don't let them have an opinion about you and your business. So handle business. K-ass training camp, sir. Gone. Thank you for everybody who super chatted. I'm about to finish signing these cards for Panini. And, uh, yeah. Y'all have a blessed day. Thank you, all Thank you. My mama's cooking. Why? Why? To believe, you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.